sixth sign or 193rd sign. The sixth sign that was manifested in these days was one of the acceptance of prayer, which in fact was tantamount to raising the dead. The details of this episode are as follows. Abdul Karim, son of Abdul Rahman, who is from Hyderabad, Dekan, is a student in our school. He was bitten by a rabid dog and we sent him to Kasali, where he underwent treatment for a few days and then returned to Qadian. But a few days later, he began to show signs of madness that are peculiar to being bitten by a rabid dog. He became hydrophobic and his condition deteriorated rapidly. I was deeply moved out of sympathy for this poor boy who was so far away from his home and I felt a special urge to supplicate for him. Everyone thought that the poor boy would expire within a matter of hours. Inevitably, he had to be moved out of the boarding house and placed in a room away from other people. He was given great care and a telegram was sent to the British doctors at Kasali inquiring if there were any remedy available for his condition. The reply came by telegram that there was no remedy for him. This added to my feeling of sympathy for him and I was deeply concerned about this poor boy away from his homeland. My friends also insisted that I should pray for him for his pitiable condition aroused great compassion. I was also afraid that if he died under the direst circumstances, his death would provide the enemies with an occasion to rejoice. This further added to my feeling of sympathy for him, and I was moved in an extraordinary manner. Such a feeling cannot be generated by one's own volition. It can only be caused by God Almighty himself. Once such a condition comes about, it is so effective that, by God's permission, it can well nigh bring the dead back to life. In short, the condition of absolute reliance on Allah was vouchsafed for me, and when my concern for him reached its ultimate limit and anguish took hold of my heart, the patient, who had been as good as dead, began to show signs of recovery. He who had been so afraid of water and light at once took a turn for the better and said that he was not afraid of water anymore. He was giving water which he drank fearlessly. He then performed ablution with it, offered his prayer, and slept through the night. His frightful and wild condition disappeared, and he recovered completely within a few days. I was suddenly made to feel that the madness had not come to him as a presage of death. Rather, it was meant as a sign from God. Knowledgeable people affirm that it has never happened that a person bitten by a rabid dog, exhibiting the typical symptoms of rabies, has survived. Can there be a stronger proof than the fact that the physician specialist officially appointed at the Pasteur Institute of India, Kasali, had in reply to our telegram categorically certified to the effect that nothing could be done now for Abdul Karim? Here I must add that when I prayed for this boy, God made me understand that a particular medicine should be administered to the patient, which was done a number of times. In the end, the patient recovered, which was like the dead coming back to life. Below is reproduced a telegraphic reply from the physicians at the Pasteur Institute of India Gosali, received in English, in our reply to our telegram. Footnote start. In the original book, the promised Messiah Laslam gave an Urdu translation of this telegram, and a reference to it was made here. That reference and the Urdu translation have been omitted in this translation. Footnote end. To station Badala, from station Gosali, to person Shirali Gadian, from person pastor. Sorry, nothing can be done for Abdul Karim. A Muslim gentleman from the office, Pastor Institute, for treatment of hydrophobia caused by dog bite, 
was surprised and sent a postcard which stated, postcard by Abdullah from Kasoli. I was deeply distressed that Abdul Karim, who had been bitten by a mad dog, developed rabies symptoms, but I am very happy to learn that he has recovered by means of prayer. This kind of recovery has never been heard of before. This is the grade of God and the effect of supplication by holy people. All praise belongs to Allah. By yours humbly, Abdullah from Kasali. Seventh sign, or 194th sign. This sign is comprised of a mubahla of a certain individual. In other words, he unliterally sought a verdict about me from God Almighty. After imputing a number of indescribable beliefs and actions to me, he sought the adjudication of Allah the Exalted. As a result, he died of plague only a few days after the prayer. The details of this relate to a person named Abdul Qadir, a resident of the village Talibpur Bindori, district Gurdaspur, who was known as a Tabib, i.e. a physician using traditional remedies. He harbored feelings of extreme hatred and hostility towards me. He was given to hurling the most filthy abuses upon me. After his abusive language, he transgressed all bounds of decency. He wrote a scrolliest poem in the form of a mubahila. This is reproduced below, excluding the part in which he attributes to me the gravest of grave wickedness and immorality. Cried like Sadullah of Ludhiana, he accused me of highly objectionable misconduct using filthy language. I have omitted the filthier couplets to keep this book pure from them. I now reproduce below his complete composition in prose and part of his poem which is replete with inaccuracies. All is preceded by two couplets of my own. As written by Abdul Qadir of Talibpur Pindori. From the writing of Mirza Ghulam Ahmad of Qadian. Footnote start. This is a copy of text that Abdul Qadir of Talibpur Pindori wrote with his own hand. A photocopy of the original appears on 607. Footnote end. God is my witness that Ibn Maryam, the son of Mary, had died, and that holy one entered paradise. Footnote start. Since this man is so ignorant, he has even misquoted my couplets. For instance, he made a mistake in the line marked by a star, which is part of my couplet. It should be read differently. Footnote end. Speak not of Ibn Maryam, the son of Mary. For better than him is the slave of the Holy Prophet, Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Footnote start. Many ignorant persons, such as the present party to the Mubahla, take grave offense at this line of the couplet, which simply means that the Messiah of the Holy Prophet, Muhammad's Ummah, is superior to the Messiah of the Mosaic Dispensation, because our Prophet is superior to Musa. The fact of the matter is that divine wisdom and providence demanded that just as Hazrat Isa al-Islam, Jesus, was Khatamul Khulafa, the seal of the Khulafa, in the Mosaic dispensation, in the Muhammadan dispensation too, a Khatamul Khulafa would appear in the latter days, who this humble one is. This was done so that the two dispensations, the Israelite and the Ishmaelite, may come to mirror one another. Since our holy prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, is superior to Prophet Musa, it necessarily follows that the seal of the Khulafa of the holy prophet's Ummah also be superior to the Khatamul Khulafa of Prophet Musa. This is the truth. Let them listen who have ears that can hear. Alas, our opponents repeatedly say that in the latter days 
a very large number of Muslims will become quite like the unfortunate Jews who used to reject the prophets sent by God and deny their prophecies and that Muslims will similarly follow suit. But they are hard put to admit that just as the two orders resembled each other in their early periods on account of the resemblance between the two prophets, in the latter days too they, the two dispensations, will come to mirror each other by the appearance of the Khatamul Khulafa. Jews also believe that the Messiah of the latter days will be superior to the first Messiah, but these people deny it. This shows the scant regard they pay to the exalted station and honor of the Holy Prophet. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. It is indeed worth pondering that the man who, after reading this line of the verse, was so roused as to challenge me to a mubahla, God caused him to die in my own lifetime. His death, therefore, is adequate testimony to the truth of this line of the couplet. Footnote N. By Hazrat Masiyamaud. By way of answer to this, study closely the verse in part 6 of the Holy Quran, whereas they slew him not, nor crucified him, Surah Nisaj, chapter 4, verse 158 of the Holy Quran, of which Mirza Sahib is well aware but refuses to acknowledge for selfish reasons. I swear by God that Ibn Maryam, the son of Mary, is still alive, in the shape of an angel in the sky. He is mentioned with pride in the Holy Quran. The statement of the followers of Ahmad is false. People prove it for yourselves from the Holy Quran. Why do you damage your faith giving credence to falsehood? These lies are only short-lived. They will be followed by regret and an inflamed heart. O followers of Mirza, do fear God even now. Hasten to recant while you yet alive. Follow the faith of Muhammad وسلم, to earn laurels here and in the hereafter. When the wrath of God descends upon you, then Mirza shall be neither Mahdi nor Messenger. The curse of Allah be upon the liars. All such talk and discussion will be forgotten. All such arguments are rejected by the Sharia. It is simply the heaped-up product of his intellect, which he concocts to attain a life of pleasure and luxury which Prophet or Wali, i.e. friend of Allah, ever initiated the approaches introduced by him. Accompanied by strange women, he took them to the garden and said, Ladies, leave your faces unveiled, and then proceeded laughing and strolling arm in arm. He indulges in other misdeeds. Still these people call him the Mahdi, guided one. O oh my Lord, hasten to impart justice and sweep the world clean of falsehood. These are the couplets from which I have deleted many obscene ones because they were extremely filthy and indecent. However, just as the author of these verses had prayed to God to do justice and cleanse the world of falsehood, God has indeed delivered an early judgment. Just a few days after composing these verses, this man, namely Abdul Qadir, died of the plague. Through a disciple of his, I was able to get hold of the signed copy of these couplets. He was not the sole victim of the plague. Some other relative of his, including his son-in-law, also died of plague, and consistent with his own couplet, the world was swept clean of falsehood. What a pity that these people are themselves guilty of lying, yet brazenly slander others, and under the sharia of the holy prophet wasallam, are liable for punishment, but they do not care at all. Such are the present-day divines and scholars. Their hearts are tainted with such brazen and shameless gal that if one of them dies after invoking divine justice, the other, paying no heed to it, takes on the role of his successor and resumes the task of being insolent and foul-mouthed. Rather, he tries to outdo the former. 
As a result, scores of them have died in consequence of such mubahalas. Were I to describe all cases of this kind, it would take several ajza of this book. Footnote start, ajuz comprises 16 pages. Footnote end. So many of my followers have written to me to inform me of persons who unliterally invoked a mubahila against me and died soon thereafter, or a particular person entered into a mubahila contest with some other member of the jamaat and died on the morning of the next day. Others personally visited me and described such wondrous signs. For instance, only yesterday, February 28, 1907, a number of guests also described some episodes concerning Abu Bahila, but since the size of this book has already become rather large, and since their testimonies are oral, I did not think it necessary to incorporate them herein. God alone knows why not a single one of them cares to think of the cause behind such signs of divine support. Are these the hallmarks of liars, the jaws, and renegades that instead of them, God continues to destroy the believers and the righteous in cases of Mubahila contests? Finally, let me point out that an impression of the foregoing couplets written in the author's own handwriting has been included in this book with a view to silencing the opponents. If anyone has doubts whether the couplets are his, they can always compare the copy with the specimens of his original handwritings, and the original copy of these couplets is safe in my custody. Anyone who wishes can see it. The person through whom I was able to obtain this original handwritten copy is a student of his named Sheikh Muhammad, son of Ali Muhammad, a resident of Dhariwal, district Gurdaspur. How mighty indeed is Allah the Exalted that most of those who sought a mubahila against me died by the plague, and it was the plague itself that delivered the judgment against most of my bitter enemies. In Brahina Ahmadiyya, God was pleased to mention the plague and earthquakes at a time when these calamities were nowhere to be found in this country. For instance, in Brahina Ahmadiyya, this prophecy is on record, meaning that ignoble man will not testify to the truth of any sign except the sign of death. Tell them such a sign is about to appear as well. Therefore, do not deal with me in haste. Thus, by the sign of death was meant the sign of the plague. Similarly, at another place, Allah the Exalted says in Brahin Ahmadiyya, meaning that he indeed is God who taught you the Holy Quran and apprised you of its true meanings, so that you may warn those whose forefathers were not forewarned of the impending chastisement, and so that the way of the guilty ones might become manifest in other words, so that the guilty and those seeking the truth may become distinct. Similarly, at another place, Allah the Exalted says, as is recorded in Brahina Ahmadiyya, A warner came unto the world, but the world accepted him not. Yet God shall accept him and demonstrate his truthfulness with mighty assaults. It is obvious that Allah the Exalted only uses the word Nazir, warner, for such a messenger in whose support it is destined that divine chastisement will overtake those who deny him. This is so because Nazir is said of the one who warns, and that prophet is called Nazir, in whose time some chastisement is destined to descend. As such, when I was named Nazir 26 years ago in Brahina Ahmadiyya, it contained the unmistakable indication that in my time divine chastisement would descend. Thus, in keeping with this prophecy, the chastisement of the plague and the earthquakes 
has indeed descended. Some ignorant people object that since most of the people in Europe and America did not even know your name, why were they destroyed by earthquakes and volcanic eruptions? The answer to this is that these people had become deserving that a punishment should descend upon them in this very world on account of their excessive sinfulness and wickedness. Thus, consistent with his own practice, Allah the Exalted held back that punishment until the advent of a prophet, but when that prophet appeared and people had been duly invited and informed of his coming through thousands of announcements and pamphlets, the time came to punish them for their crimes. And it is absolutely wrong to say that people in Europe and America are not even aware of my name. This fact is not hidden from any fair-minded person that some 20 years ago I circulated 16,000 printed copies of a leaflet in the English language throughout Europe and America in which I announced my claim and laid out the reasons in support of it. And after this, a number of different announcements continued to be issued every now and then. Then again, for the last so many years, the magazine Review of Religions is regularly dispatched to Europe and America. Also, the news of my claim has been published in European newspapers many times. The news of my prayer against Dawi was also documented in European and American newspapers. Footnote start. This Dr. John Alexander Dawi is the name of an American impostor who claimed to be Elias, Elijah, and a prophet who these days, apart from suffering financial losses, is near death while suffering from paralysis. Footnote end. Therefore, despite this ongoing dissemination of the news of my claim over the last 20 years or more, who can accept that those people, i.e. Europeans and Americans, are not aware even of my name? The fact is that some of them have entered into my movement. Apart from all this, everyone knows that Prophet Noah's deluge killed even those who had not yet heard his name. Hence, the essential truth of the matter is what Allah the Exalted says in the Holy Quran, in Surah Bani Israel, chapter 17, verse 16 of the Holy Quran. Allah the Exalted does not send down punishment upon the world unless and until he first sends a messenger. This alone is the practice of Allah. It is quite clear that these days no divine messenger has appeared in Europe and America. Thus, the chastisement that befell them came upon them only after my claim to be warner of this age.